You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 165, How to Feel Proud of Yourself Even If You're Just Starting Out. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love, or back in love, with being a nurse. So come along with me, and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. How do you feel about yourself? Do you feel proud of yourself? That's what we're going to talk about today is how to feel more proud of yourself. Does that come easy to you or is that a challenge? Because for me, it's a challenge. This is something I've been working on for years and years and I'm not done yet. I've realized that it's something that I'll probably never be done with because I think it's more of a cycle. Sometimes I'm really good at it where I talk to myself really kindly and I focus on my achievements and I feel proud of myself. And then other times I just get into these funks where I'm focused on what I haven't done yet, or I get to my goal and I'm proud of myself for a little while. And then I'm like, okay, but what next? That wasn't actually that impressive. Now, what are you going to do? So if you feel that way, if it's hard for you to be proud of yourself, then I think that's pretty normal. Like I really do. I think that was one thing that's helped me as I've realized it's a cycle is to be like, it's okay. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with me that I haven't checked this box. Like I am forever proud of myself. So it's okay that you're not proud of yourself all the time, but I want to help you today to know how to feel proud of yourself and how to redirect yourself when you're stuck in those funks and not feeling very good about yourself. Okay. So that's what we're going to do today. And this could be in any area of your life. Maybe you are one of those people who you feel like you're just never done with school where you are like, Oh, I'll be proud of myself once I get my bachelor's degree in nursing. And then you do that and you're like, well, I'm, I'm still not feeling proud of myself. Like I'm not good enough. I haven't, I'm not done yet. And so we feel this pull to keep getting the next degree or the next certification or advancing in our career, which is totally fine to want to do those things. But what I'm saying is if what's driving you is being like, I'll be proud of myself when I do that. It's not the goal. Like I'm all for you having goals and being like, oh, I want to do this thing. That sounds fun. I would love that experience. I think I could do it. I think that's awesome. But when it's like, okay, I'll be proud of myself once I get there, then we want to take a look at it. Because it's totally a lie, right? We're not going to be proud of ourselves when we get there if we're not proud of ourselves right now along the way. But we kind of trick ourselves into thinking we will be. Or maybe you're like, I'll feel proud of myself once I start doing better managing my home life and my work life. Once I'm on top of meal planning and keeping the house clean and I feel like a better mom and I'm more involved with my kids, then I'll feel proud of myself. So we're kind of like postponing, giving ourselves love and acceptance until we achieve some goal. Okay. And like I said, it could be in any area. It could be in your health. It could be in your relationships. It could be in your home life or your career, but we kind of withhold this love from ourselves 
being like, once you achieve that, then I'll give it to you. But then we don't. We're liars. <laughs> we keep withholding it from ourselves. So today I want to help you bring more love for yourself into your life and feel proud of yourself while you're on the way to your goals. Because that really is the way to do it. Because we got to be proud of ourselves now or we're not going to be proud of ourselves when we get there. Okay? And I just think this is really interesting. I was thinking about why it's difficult for us to feel proud of ourselves. Like the other day I was talking to a friend and I was mentioning how that's the case for me, that it's really easy for me to notice, oh, these are my flaws. These are my shortcomings. This isn't what I have, or this is what I haven't accomplished yet. And she was like, oh my gosh, Abby, you're crazy. Like, look at all these things you have done. But it was interesting to just step back from it And instead of being like, oh, I shouldn't do that, to be like, why do I do that? Why is it easier for me to do that? Now, usually as a coach, we don't get hung up too much on the why. We don't have to go back and be like, why did this happen? Why did I turn out this way? Like, what happened in my life? What experiences did I have? What happened when I was six years old? Maybe it's because this person made a comment to me. Like, we don't have to dig into our past and try to figure all of that out because really it doesn't matter. We can't really know for sure why we are the way we are. Maybe it was because of an experience we had, maybe, but the point is this is where we are today. So usually we're focused on moving forward, but I found it interesting to ask myself why in this case, Just with a general curiosity, like why is that the case? Not just for me, but for most people that it feels so much more comfortable and more appropriate and socially acceptable to be like, oh, here's everything I'm doing wrong. Whereas when it comes to celebrating a success we've had or something we're proud of, it feels like we're bragging or we're just kind of full of ourselves if we keep going on and on about how proud we are of this accomplishment, right? Like we can mention it and be like, oh, this is so exciting. But then at least for me, it's kind of like, well, and then we move on, right? Like we don't dwell on this thing we're so proud of or this exciting thing and keep bringing it up to people because they're going to be like, oh my gosh, this person is so full of themselves. So do you ever feel that way? Do you feel like I can't keep talking about the good things going on in my life or the things I'm doing well? And so we just focus on what we're not doing well. And people will listen to that all day. Like they'll try to talk us out of it a lot of the time, right? But we don't have this fear really of judgment. Like, oh, if I say this mean thing about myself, they're going to think that I'm terrible. We kind of do have that filter when we're like saying mean things about other people. We're like, maybe I shouldn't say that mean thing about our coworker because then my friend here is going to judge me. But we're like, oh, it's totally socially acceptable for me to talk about myself in this negative way. And what I was thinking about was, that's just kind of how our society is. And I don't need to really dive much deeper into it than that, whether it's religious traditions and ways of thinking of things or just things in our culture and like why that might be. But that is kind of the case, right? And I just found that so interesting. And so for me, asking why is that the case 
it wasn't like, okay, we need to dig into the past, but it's just like, okay, we can have compassion for ourselves and notice there's nothing wrong with us for having that be the way we're comfortable with or what we're used to. It's not like there's a problem with you for being more comfortable talking about yourself in a negative way if you are. It actually makes a lot of sense, right? That's just how our culture tends to be. So it's just kind of interesting for me to notice that and realize that that was the pattern for me too. And over the years, I like I said, I've been working on this for a long time, so I have made a lot of progress with it. I intentionally do slow down when I have something I'm excited about or feel proud about and try to let myself experience being proud. But if I'm not careful or just as I go through these cycles in my life, then I do get back to that. And what else should I be doing? What's wrong with me? What am I missing here? And like I said, this is a normal thing. We're designed to look for problems. We're designed to look for what's wrong. That has been crucial to our ancestors for their survival, right? They had to see what could be dangerous and solve problems. And so their brains evolved to find what was wrong. And we've inherited those same brains. So it makes sense that we're always looking for what's wrong. But if we're always focused on the lack, it feels terrible. Because our brain will always find lack. Have you noticed that? You could clean your entire house top to bottom. But my guess is you could still walk around and notice things that need improvements. You could still notice things that weren't cleaned perfectly or that could be better or things with the decorating or things that need repairs. Like it's never going to be done. You can always find lack. Like the other day, my daughter and I went clothes shopping and I told her like before we went in the store, I always like to tell her what I'm planning to buy for her. So I told her, you know, we're going to get three shirts for you while we're in the store. And so that always kind of helps minimize the debate of how many she can get once we're in there and she's seeing all these clothes she wants. But she was picking out her clothes and she found several shirts she liked. And so I had her narrow it down to the three she wanted to buy. So she chose these three shirts that she was excited about. But then before we even got out to the car, she was like, Mom, I'm really sad we didn't get four shirts. I feel like four shirts would have been perfect. And maybe that's true. Maybe if I would have gotten her the fourth shirt, then she would have been so grateful and so thankful and been like, this was the best shopping trip ever. I got exactly what I needed and wanted. But my guess is that if I had gotten her four shirts, then she would have been like, mom, the perfect number would have been five. Why couldn't we get five shirts? Because this is what we do, right? We get what we think we need or what we think we want. And then we're like, oh, but that actually wasn't enough. So with ourselves, that's what we're telling ourselves all the time. We're like, see what's lacking here. See what could have been better. If only I were at this place now, if only I achieved this much, then it would be so much better. So I just want you to notice that that's what our brains do. It's okay that your brain is doing that. But notice how the benchmark keeps moving, how there's always going to be lack because rarely can we ever get to a point where we could never progress anymore, right? 
Like no matter how fast of a runner you are, you could always get faster. No matter how smart you are, there are always more books you could read, more things you could learn. No matter how much money you make, you could always earn more. So if we're telling ourselves that we're lacking, that we haven't done enough, that we should be further than we are now, then we're always going to feel that void. We're always going to feel disappointed in ourselves because what's good enough keeps changing. Okay. So here's how I want to help you with this. Instead of focusing on the lack, which is what we tend to do, let's change our focus. So there's a book by Dan Sullivan called The Gap and the Gain, The High Achiever's Guide to Happiness, Confidence, and Success. And I love what he points out in this book. So like I was saying, we tend to be focused on what's lacking. So this would be focusing on the gap. So let's say you're running a marathon. A marathon is about 26 miles, right? So let's say you're five miles in. So if you were focusing on the gap, then what that would sound like is while you're running, you're thinking, all right, I've got 21 miles left to go. And each time you pass a mile marker, you're like, okay, now I've only got 20 miles left to go. Have you ever done that on a run? I totally have where I'm running and I, all I'm thinking about is how much further there is. And while, yes, it can be exciting to count down to that goal, like, okay, now I'm getting closer. Now I'm only two miles away. And that can be motivating when we're thinking I've got 20 more miles to go. That sounds kind of exhausting, right? That's how I feel when I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm already this tired and I've got 20 more miles to go. Not that I've ever ran 20 miles, but even in terms of our goals, when we're thinking I've got so much further to go it can be really draining and exhausting. So that's what happens when we focus on the gap, when we're like, all right, look how far away I am from where I want to be. And we just feel tired and, and like we're not doing very well, right? So what this might sound like as a new nurse is if you're just starting to learn medications and you're focused on the gap, then you might be telling yourself, I know nothing about medications. I am totally clueless because I should know this much. To be a competent nurse, I should totally understand all these blood pressure medications and these antipsychotic meds. And I should understand what meds to give for CWA or for pain medication, right? Like, so when we're noticing, like, I don't really know very much about medications and this is where I need to be then we're focused on the gap and we feel like we're just so far away, okay? Or maybe as a parent, you're seeing a huge gap in where you are now to where you wanna be. Maybe you're thinking, I wanna be someone who's very kind and patient with their kids and who does craft projects all the time and goes on hikes and on vacations. And right now, I'm a mom who doesn't have the energy for any of it, who gets really irritated and annoyed and yells at their kids sometimes and doesn't take them on trips and they spend way too much time in front of the TV. So you notice how that's what we're focused on. We're like, here is where I am. And compared to who I want to be or where I want to be, I'm just lacking so much. There's just this huge divide. 
okay? So what Dan Sullivan suggests in his book is instead of focusing on the gap, which can be so discouraging and exhausting, then instead we focus on the gain. So focusing on the gain means we pay attention to how far we've come. All those little gains we've made along the way. So if you're out on a run, right, or running a marathon, like the example we used before, then every time you take a step, you're like, all right, I'm moving in the right direction. Or every time you pass a mile, you're like, I have run five miles or six miles now. That's awesome. And I'm still going. So as a nurse, what that would sound like is instead of focusing on the gap, okay, I don't know anything about medications. I have so far to go. Then every time you learn a little bit about some medications, you're like, okay, I'm building my knowledge. I'm getting closer to where I want to be. Look at how awesome when I first started out, like think about how much you knew about medications before you went to nursing school. You probably knew about Tylenol and ibuprofen and maybe some cold medicine. I didn't know very much about medications, but by the end of nursing school, I had way more knowledge about medications. I knew way more even just about Tylenol and ibuprofen and how they work in the body and what they do. Even just those medications that I already knew about before, I knew so much more about them. And then I learned about a ton of medications I had never even heard of before. And the risks and the side effects and things to monitor for those medications. And each shift you have, you come across medications you don't know. And you could focus on the gap and use that as evidence like, oh my gosh, look at how far I am from where I want to be. Or you could use that as evidence that you're learning, that you're gaining every single shift. So when you come across a medication you don't know, and then you go look it up, or you ask someone about it, or you go read about it, then you're gaining new knowledge and new experience. And all of those little tiny things add up along the way. So that's focusing on the gain. And when we focus on the gain, we feel so much more proud of ourselves. Do you feel that energy, even as I was describing it, from saying, look how far I have to go, to look what I just accomplished. Look how much I've improved. Look at what I've learned. Like, can't you feel the difference? That's what it looks like to change your focus from the gap to focusing on the gain. Now, one of the reasons I think we create this gap in our minds is one, just like these expectations we have of ourselves, but I think where they come from is based on comparing ourselves to others. That's where it comes from a lot of the time, right? Because if we had no comparison, then where we're at right now would be just fine. If you think about your house and how you feel about your house, my guess is a lot of how you feel about your house has to do with the other people's houses around you or in your family or in your social group. That's all comparison, right? So if you're at your house and you're thinking compared to my sister or compared to my best friend or compared to my neighbor, my house is pretty nice. 
I take good care of it and I'm actually doing pretty well. I feel like I've been able to afford a really nice house and I love how it's decorated and I take care of the yard really well. So compared to all those other houses, I feel like my house looks pretty good. Then we tend to feel proud of ourselves, right? Or gratitude. But if you're creating a gap in your mind and you're on the lower side of the gap, then it feels bad, right? When we're like, you know what? My sister has bought this huge house compared to mine. Even if it's the same house we're using for the last comparison, right? If you're still in that same house, but your sister went and bought this huge house compared to yours, then you could create a gap like, oh, maybe that's where I should be. Maybe that's what it means to be successful. Maybe that's the house I should be aiming for, but it's not the house I have. So we create this gap in our minds between us and other people, right? So in that nursing situation, the gap we're creating is between a new nurse and an experienced nurse, an experienced nurse who's gained all this knowledge. So it could be a real experienced nurse. Like you're like this coworker of mine knows so much about medications. So you see that gap between where you're at in your knowledge of medications and where they're at. Or it could just be this hypothetical person you've created in your mind that might not even be realistic, which is interesting to notice. We might have this vision of this is where an experienced nurse probably would be, or a good nurse would, this is what they would know about medications. And that's not even true. Maybe not very many nurses ever get to that level in their knowledge of medications. They just know certain medications that they use all the time really well, and then they're continuing to learn and research and look things up. So we might be creating this hypothetical gap that doesn't even really exist or isn't even really realistic, but we don't feel proud of ourselves because we still feel like we're falling short. Or maybe the comparison is between where you're at in your knowledge of medications and another new nurse who started the same time as you, and you're seeing where they're at in their knowledge of medications. And you're like, oh, they knew about that med and they knew about that side effect. They must know so much more than me. So we create this gap, right? But instead of comparison, whether it's comparison to other people or these hypothetical comparisons we've created in our mind of just what we expect we'll have achieved by this point in our lives or at this point in our careers, let's look back at where we've come from what we've gained, how we personally have grown and progressed. Like if we erase all that comparison, then we just get to decide how we want to feel about our current situation. So with that example I had used of houses, how before we're either feeling good about our house or bad about our house based on other people's homes. But if it was just your house, if that was the only house in existence or everyone else had the exact same house as you, it looked exactly the same, was decorated the exact same way, the yard was the exact same. If we erased that comparison, then you just get to decide, how do I want to feel about this? You see how when we erase the comparison, it's just kind of interesting to realize it takes away so much of that drama about where we should be and how we should be doing. Okay. So we can erase the comparison and then just look back and be like, no, this is how much I've gained. 
this is how much I've progressed. I'm proud of myself because every single shift, I've picked up new knowledge, new skills, new habits, new ways to be efficient. I've learned and grown just tiny little bits at a time, but it's all been creating this gain. Just like every step in the marathon gets you further from the start line and closer to where you want to go. And isn't that crazy that how we think about things, how we present them to ourselves in our mind totally changes how we feel about it. It's just as true when you're running a marathon, if you're five miles in, it's just as true to say I have 21 miles left as it is to say I've ran five miles but you feel differently. So play around with how you present things to yourself in your mind when it's like, I've only done this much or I have this much left to go. See if you can rephrase it in your mind to say, I have come this far. Look at the difference I've made here. Look how much I've grown. And when you present it to yourself in that way, you're going to be able to find things that you're genuinely proud of. All right, so play around with that. Now, the last thing I want to say here is that feeling proud of yourself, if you're not practiced at it, is uncomfortable. And that seems really weird. We're like, of course I want to feel proud of myself. Of course I want to feel loving towards myself. But if that's not what we're used to, which many of us aren't, it's going to feel uncomfortable. So before, like how I was saying with that conversation with my friend, I realized it's uncomfortable for me to talk about my accomplishments, to talk about what I've done and what I'm proud of. Like, yes, I want to share that with people for a little while and even let myself feel it personally for a little while, but to like share it with other people, it feels a little bit uncomfortable. It's like, oh, am I bragging? Am I okay? Am I doing something wrong here? And so that's how it might feel for you at first. As you try to nurture feeling proud of yourself, your brain's going to be like, wait a second, this feels weird. This isn't what we usually do. It's kind of like if there was someone that you weren't very good friends with before, they were always rude to you. And all of a sudden they started being really nice to you. You'd be like, wait a second, what's going on? Do they want something from me? (laughs) right? Like we get kind of suspicious. It's just kind of weird. We're like, I'm used to you treating me this way. And all of a sudden you're treating me in a totally different way. So just like, it's weird for us when someone else does that, even though they're treating us in a way that we're like, Oh, I actually enjoy this more. It's just kind of weird at first. Cause it's not what we're used to. So I want you to expect that with yourself. So as you are like, good job, me. Way to do that. I'm so proud of you. Look what you've accomplished. Your brain's going to be like, wait a second. We're, we're supposed to be telling ourselves we're not good enough. We're supposed to tell ourselves we did a terrible job. And that's what we're supposed to say to other people too about ourselves. So it's going to feel a little bit awkward and weird at first. But that's okay. Just expect that and be like, all right, I'm down for it because I want to develop this new relationship with myself. I want to feel proud of myself. So I'm going to start focusing on what I've accomplished, the things I appreciate about myself, and I'm going to let go of the gap. I'm going to stop beating myself up for it because that's okay. 
that's okay that there's more ways I want to progress. That's probably always going to be the case. Right? Like just as a runner, you could train really hard and be a really fast runner, but you could always get faster. Right? You could be a really good mom and do tons of fun activities, but you could always do more. You could be really smart, but there are always more books you could read. So it's okay that the gap exists. That just means we have more areas to progress in if we want to. But don't withhold love from yourself until you've crossed the gap. Instead, celebrate yourself as you progress in ways that you want to. And then just be excited for the process of continuing to grow. I think it's actually pretty cool that we'll never get to a point where we're like, all right, I'm done learning and growing. Like that sounds kind of boring to me. I think it's kind of fun to be like, there's always more to learn. There's always more ways I can grow. And it doesn't mean I'm not lovable now. I totally love myself now. And I'm complete and worthy and valuable right now. And I get to just keep learning and growing. And that's going to be so fun. So I hope this helps you as you invite more compassion and love and pride into your life. Pride for yourself. Love of yourself. And I hope that you will cheer yourself on as you go on your journey. And please share your gains with me in whatever areas those are, whether they're in nursing, whether they're in your personal life, I love hearing your gains. So let me know what you're proud of yourself for. I'd love to celebrate with you. All right, have a beautiful week. I'll talk to you later. Take care. 